Hi, I'm Dee Hicks, and welcome to the School of Leadership, leverage lessons from high-impact leaders. For the past 30 years, I've researched the disciplines, habits, mental models, and assumptions of the most effective leaders. This podcast takes what I've learned from over 2,000 of these influencers and distills it into practical tools and tips you can use immediately. So let's get started. Well, good morning, or afternoon, or evening. Don't know what time of day it is that you're listening to this. Hopefully you do. Hopefully you know what time of day it is. I'm not even really sure what day of the week it is that you'll be listening to this, because I think we try to release these on Tuesdays. Um, We've been kind of playing around with when is a good time to release them, and uh, you're not really sure. We've played with Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. A couple of them have gone out on Fridays, and some of these podcasts, I think we've got 20 or 30 of them by now, something like that. Um, <clears throat> these podcasts, uh, we've just been playing around to see which time would be the most convenient for you. Hey, drop me an email if there's a time when you think it's better for these to be released, dhicks at dhicks.com. First name has only money, but you know what? You probably know that already, because almost everyone who listens to this is someone I know. It's highly likely <laughs> that I actually know you, and... Uh, I know where you work, and I know what you do, and I know what you care about, and uh, you're a friend of mine. So I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time to check in and listen to these podcasts. If you like them, hey, drop me an email. Um, these are not usually in an environment, <clears throat> in a setup, or on a platform uh, where you can uh, comment on them and send me a comment. You probably could if you're watching. I'm sorry, you probably could if you're listening directly off of where we keep these stored, which is Podbean, one word, podbean.com. That's where we keep our podcasts all stored but you might be uh, running into this on on spotify or google podcasts or itunes there's a bunch of different platforms where they show up but they are housed um, on podbean.com and i think there's a place there where you can make comments or you can just drop me an email let me know what you think and uh, what would you like to hear more of or less of or are they long enough are they too short uh, how's the sound quality you know all that kind of fun stuff it'd be nice to know because I actually like what you think. You're most likely, at this stage of the game, you are a friend of mine, and I'd like to know what you think a little bit. So <clears throat> here I am recording a yet another podcast with yet another really enjoyable cigar. Um, it's the same cigar I decided now. It's several days after I recorded the last podcast, and I like that last cigar so well that on the last podcast that we recorded, which was from Drew Estates, it's a Kentucky fire-cured cigar. That's It's the sweets version of that, and it's called a Fat Molly. So it's five inches long and 56 ring gauge. So if you don't know much about cigars, um, that's a cigar. It's about the size of a man's thumb in, in diameter, and it's about five inches long. It's got a nice dark Maduro wrapper and uh, has a lot of nice sweets. So, so Drew Estates is a fascinating company. I've followed them for years as they built the company out to the place where it was, and then they were acquired, but they still kept their soul. So uh, they were acquired by a larger company, uh, Yet, and that company enabled them to grow a little bit more. They had some capital that helped them grow and advertise, and yet they've maintained some of the most amazing cigars on the planet. Drew Estates, they are a great company, fascinating to watch. So I'm enjoying a Drew Estates Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar, the Fat Molly version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm also enjoying with it some Angel's Envy Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Uh, that was also, the, I think that was the same one. I should probably remember and listen back. That might be the same one that I was enjoying in our last podcast. Um, it's just that good. 
got to stay with it. It's really a wonderful stuff. Mm. There you have it. Clunky, set it down, make a large noise. I hope your, I hope your life is good and going very, very well. And if it's not, I hope you're not, uh, if you're not trying to just control everything around you <laughs> so that, therefore, life will go well. <laughs> oh, I think I'm a little bit of one of those types. I like things to go the way I like things to go. Um, and, uh, and that's not necessarily possible all the time. In fact, it's rarely possible for things to go the way I want them to go. So today, let's call this conversation a long title. Here it is. Hey, control freak, here are three things you can completely control. You're welcome. That's the title. <laughs> it's a fun, long title. Probably take three minutes just to get through the title. Hey, control freak, here are three things you can completely control. You're welcome. Let's dive in. So, you know, I'm a fan of illusionists. From uh, Penn and Teller to David Copperfield, I love them all, and I pay a hundred bucks for the experience. I know they aren't sawing people in half, or levitating, or pulling white tigers out of thin air, or catching bullets in their teeth. But I love watching them anyway. I know I'm being duped. I know I'm being tricked. But I still lean in and I cheer with amazement. It's just plain fun. All the while, I'm asking, "How did you do that?" I know it's not real. I know it's an illusion. It's like that with control, too. It's an illusion. It's a delightfully entertaining illusion. Believing that we can control what we cannot is an expensive illusion as well. Knowing this hard, cold fact makes all the difference. It took me a long time. 60 plus years, to be frank, to discover this truth because I am a card-carrying control freak. By the way, when people call me a control freak, I usually correct them. I'm not a freak. <laughs> I just have precise expectations. I don't know. Now that I think about it, maybe I just proved their point. In a world full of opportunities to exert my exceptional abilities to manage people and projects and plans and problems, I've discovered that I'm actually in control of only three things. First, I'm in control, therefore responsible, for my behaviors. My words and my choices and my actions and my reactions, I am in control of all of them. Even my habits and my disciplines are under my purview. I'm in complete control of my behaviors. No one else, no other force, no circumstance made me do that. Second, I'm in control and therefore responsible for my perspective. How I look at myself, at the world, and my place in it, at the experiences that come my way, and at my people is truly a choice. Anything can be viewed from different perspectives, each factually accurate in their own way. The weather forecast says it's a 50% chance of rain. I can look at it as a 50% chance that it will rain or a 50% chance that it will not rain. Both are true. 
the latter has different consequences for me than the former. I can look at an annoying behavior and guess someone's motivations. He's lazy, he's self-centered, or he's doing the best he can. Both may be correct. I can look at a global stay-home, stay-safe order following the COVID-19 pandemic outbreak as restrictive or as an opportunity to get a lot of projects done around the house. <laughs> Both are correct. I'm in control of my perspective, all the while not trying to deny or change the facts on the ground. Third, I'm in control and therefore responsible for the very short list of people whom I trust. And by trust, I mean rely on. I'm in complete control of deciding upon whom I rely for the simple as well as the sublime elements of life. I'm in control of what I rely on them for specifically as well. Relying on a numbers guy, for example, to see the value in that which cannot be measured is not a very good choice. Trusting someone who's not at all detail-oriented to lead a project that requires precision is kind of silly. Trusting a selfish person to serve others without credit and in the background is just plain folly. Relying on a risk-averse team to take a chance on something that may fail leads to frustration for everyone. So you see, I am in control and therefore responsible for whom I trust. While I cannot and should not try to control most of what goes on around me, I am responsible for controlling these three things. Everything else I try to control is futile. My efforts to impose my will on other people or groups or the economy or the weather may accidentally lead to a desired outcome and might even convince me that I caused that outcome. But rest assured, that's an illusion and an expensive illusion. Here's a final observation. Exerting control over my behaviors, my perspectives, and the short list of people whom I trust is actually in and of itself a full-time job. Done well, I won't have time to control much else. <laughs> oh, there's the thought. Now why don't you go tell your neighbor he needs to put weed and feet on his lawn and mow it more often. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. Hope you have a wonderful afternoon. I'm going to enjoy, before I get on with the rest of my evening, this beautiful Angel's Envy bourbon. Mm -mm -mm. No ice. There's not a lot of bourbons out there that I like without just a little bit of ice in them, but this Angel's Envy is one of them. Ooh, good stuff. And my cigar is almost gone. Let's relight it. I was yammering so much that I let my cigar go out. Let's try this. Mm. Those Drew Estate cigars, by the way, they're not sponsoring this. You can tell no one sponsors this. But those Drew Estate cigars, they put out a ton of smoke. Mm-mm-mm. can barely see the microphone <laughs> through all that. Ah, great stuff. Anyway, my friend, take care. Hope to see you around a corner somewhere. Bye. Thanks for joining me in today's School of Leadership. This podcast is part of the Archimedes Experiment 
leveraged wisdom from the world's most effective leaders. If you're interested in more, go to my website, dhicks.com. Remember, my first name has only one E. Well, you'll find more short and helpful podcast books and blog posts. If this was helpful, maybe even share it with some of your friends. Have a great day.